Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Kaylin Patterson, P2P Real Talk Midwest Muscle in the house. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in the world. And if you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals like a Mack truck through ice cream, check us out at P4PMuscle.com. And now let us talk. I am Tim Patterson. Desiree will be along shortly. But we have a great show. We have somebody on that we've been trying to catch up with. I think it was the marathon runner, and we were basically 100-yard sprinters. But we just couldn't keep up with this fella because he's just hard to catch up to. He's got a busy life, and he's got a life. He's active, of course. He's fit. So he has a lot going on for himself, and it's just hard to catch up with gentlemen like that. Women, I'm sure you understand. You've had to deal with this a lot longer than we have and hope. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Mr. Lauren Thomas, and he will introduce himself, and we'll get this show started. Hello, Lauren. Cool. Want me to introduce myself? <laughs> yes, please. All right. Um, um, my name is Lauren Thomas, um, a uh, OCB pro athlete, uh, OCB promoter, and an OCB judge from uh, Chicago, originally from Seattle, Washington. And I just recently did a uh, judge a show in Silicon, Washington. So basically, I'm living in Chicago, but right now I'm in Seattle doing the uh, radio show. Yes, and, and act, like I said, he's an active fella. Now, one thing that we've been having uh, people misunderstand is they see these great-looking pictures on the shows, you know, on their pictures of the, the, the social media, and it's one picture, and it's an amazing photo, and people always ask the question of, why didn't this person win? Because they look so phenomenal in this one post. And I've been explaining, and a lot of everyone, a lot of uh, judges have been explaining, but it seems not to be basically sinking in to some of the people. And I get that their their family mm-hmm. members are really supportive and they want them to win, but there's just more to a show than one post. And with you judging recently, I'm sure you've seen uh, exactly what I'm talking about, if not worse or better. How do you explain mm-hmm. to the person that's not really familiar with uh, bodybuilding, with not familiar with natural athletes, or some of the criteria that calls that's called for at these shows that, you know, just mm-hmm. because it's one fucking pose that this person mm-hmm. is not guaranteed to win. There's a lot more that goes to it. So could you break that down for us and uh, explain? Well, definitely uh, there's a lot more to it than what we see, um, especially from a natural athlete in a drug. Um, don't want to say nothing negative, but those who use certain type of uh, – supplements or something to enhance the way they look. Um, there's a lot more, you know, what is true. Um, it's basically to understand what it takes you know, to get to the, a certain level or what the judge is really looking at. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times we explain to people, um, you know, certain people look a certain way because they're taking certain things. Uh, other people look a certain, mm-hmm. way, a certain way because they're taking other things. So, we kind of have to understand that, you know, not for everybody. It may work for one person, it may not work for the other person. So basically, basically I always try to tell people you got to kind of educate yourself on what a particular athlete should look like when they don't take 
certain uh, medication or uh, enhancements or some type of supplement that may be banned from the uh, organization. So it depends on the organization. You know, some allow a certain thing, but at the same time, it's very important to be very educated on, you know, what a natural athlete should look like. Yes. And 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 because of that, there's a certain criteria that's expected, like you said. And, you know, I've seen where a competitor is great for a bikini, but she just happens to be bikini and something like a female bodybuilding. So she's never going to look exactly, exactly what a bodybuilder is supposed to be if she's more close to a bikini criteria. So, you know, exactly. there's great looking on stage, but they're not matching up to the, the class or category they really should be in. Correct. Um, you know, perfect example, again, um, it's always going to be kind of boiled down to the bikini girls, especially. Um, and and it's quite um, disturbing because a lot of more bikini girls are being more uh, testing positive for banned substance. And, and I know for a fact when I yeah, and that's crazy. And it, it, I'm not trying to, you know, make the guys look good, but it's just that the women, especially when they look at certain criteria, they feel like they have to look a certain way. And to me, it's like I call that lack of uh, um, experience, not really uh, looking into what they're supposed to look like and not really following the rules, sort of, per se. But it's just sad that um, it happened, but you would think that, you know, not – it should happen more within the guy, especially in bodybuilding, you know, to look a certain way because of, you know, the less body fat, more muscle, more, you know, um, certain criteria what they're looking for in a bodybuilder. But sadly, it's been happening more often in female bikini who are not bodybuilders. So, and that's pretty sad. Can you hear me, buddy? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, what what she was asking was, this is this is a question from Samantha, and she's asking, how how can women be that small and be taking steroids? I don't think that's what you said. I think you said they were uh, failing the drug test. I think people are, are confusing what you just said. Okay. Um, bikini um, competitors, normally they're probably be like, if you look at a certain tier, they're failing the drug test because they're failing to look at the criteria of what they're supposed to look like. Um, I do know for a fact that when I first started in bodybuilding, a female bikini competitor is supposed to look more flat, not a lot of muscularity, and so forth. But mm-hmm. a lot of times when they look at certain magazines and they see certain female who are bikini competitors, um, they're getting more ripped, they're getting more uh, more muscularity, and a lot of the natural uh, female uh, competitors are looking at that and they figure if, if they're looking like that, maybe I can get more exposure and kind of go from there and then hopefully I won't get caught. And that's why a lot of these bikini uh, so-called athletes, natural athletes, are getting caught. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, you know, I, I think what they are misunderstanding is when, when you fail a drug test, there's, there's several drugs that you should not mm-hmm. be taking uh, exactly. as, as a bikini competitor. And it's not solely uh, just steroids. There's human growth hormone. There's uh, what, what people would consider, I guess, uh, would fall under the category of fat burning, where it basically leaves out your waistline. And these things are mm-hmm. incredibly hard on the body, but some people are willing to take exactly. that risk to uh, to step mm-hmm. on stage and compete. Um, 
So, you know, as a promoter and as a judge, these are things you have to look for because, you know, there's nothing worse for a natural uh, promoter than to have find out that mm-hmm. the show is not natural and somebody slipped through the cracks. So that's got to be uh, it's got to be a big thing and it's a big deal, especially for somebody, yeah. you know, as, as much as you're as passionate as you are about natural uh, competition, to have something like mm-hmm. that even come into the, in, into the facility. So now when, when you're yes. explaining about the bikini, because I, that you really got the uh, the listeners really shocked about that, because that uh, bikini is, is failing at a test when you figure that's uh, something that is more of a natural look in itself, and then to find out that the ones that are, are competing are not competing as natural athletes, that's quite a shock to a lot of listeners. So could you explain just a little bit more what you're saying so the listeners can get a better understanding of what's going on? Uh, definitely. Um, again, I mean, it's kind of boiled down to uh, all across the board at first what the promoters are looking for, what the judges are looking for, and basically the organization itself um, promoting natural bodybuilding. Now, a lot of times mm-hmm. um, you'll get shows where uh, they are not really looking at the criteria. And I'll always stress this to my clients or those who are competing that look at the criteria first. What a mm-hmm. you know normally they have pictures of different um, bikini athletes what they they want to look like um, what they going for what they you know what the criteria there for be a uh, female bikini um, competitor but again at the same time though a lot of these bikini maybe first uh, timers are looking at other organizations not really realizing the criteria can be a little different and when it's not a natural bodybuilding uh, show, they tend to go toward that organization and want to go for that look. And that's not what the OCB drug free shows are looking for. So a lot of times, that's why the promoters and the um, judges get together beforehand uh, to have a little mm-hmm. meeting just to make sure that everybody, every judges and promoters are um, in tune with the criteria. And uh, again, it's like I had the pivot judging Three shows now, and uh, yeah. each time they had a meeting just to make sure that everybody's on the same page, especially for the bikini girls. Because a lot of times, like I said, the report's been shown, and a lot of times we get, you know, we get like reports of on an alarming rate there are more girls filling the, uh, more bikini athletes are filling the drug test because when you ask them why are they filling, and a lot of times they'll tell you it's because they feel like they have a better edge taking certain type of ban acceptance from the list to look mm-hmm. better and they think that they have a better edge to win and a lot of time it's not. Okay, this one's from Jake and Jake wants to know, he's saying, hey, do they just figure they're not going to be drug tested at natural shows? Is that what they're doing? No, they're going to do the polygraph and they're going to do the urine on all class winners regardless. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, uh, so, uh, um, this is really shocking for a lot of people. I mean, my <laughs> board's lighting up. They can't believe that uh, <laughs> bikini girls are, are failing, and that that's uh, it's a surprise to me. I knew that uh, some were, you know, basically having coaches that don't really care about their health, and you know, they're not really coaches in in, in the first place. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're passing along either what they take for themselves or, you know, what they think is going to win 
and some natural shows mm-hmm. with no respect to the fact that it's a natural show in the first place. Um, exactly. I'm going to stop right quick and, and, and point out the fact that there are a lot of uh, shows that are called natural but are the, fur- are the furthest thing from right. that. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think what, what they're trying to basically bring over to people to understand, there are people that claim that, but if you check the criteria mm-hmm. and the test, you'll find that's the furthest thing from what's really going on. So, you know, it is good to be educated on, on where you're going mm-hmm. and what you want to compete in, but even more mm-hmm. so to know what you're competing in is authentic and actually what's being said. Uh, do you have anything Correct. to add to that, Lord? Yeah, because, uh, like I said, I mean, you know, there are shows, and I always tell people who never competed before, always check the criteria, always check into the show, always check in those who competed in that organization or that show. I mean, even though they may claim to be natural, still always do your homework um, because there are always going to be, like, questions or misunderstanding, miscommunication, especially you can't really blame the coaches. Um, but at the same time, the athlete themselves can't really rely on certain individual. But uh, if if they want to really know what's going on, they should be able to read the criteria, know something about the show, uh, just to pinpoint what's natural, what's not natural, who does testing, who doesn't do the testing. I mean, there are organizations where I'm not going to name, um, they do random drug tests. To me, that shouldn't, there's a chance that, you know, somebody who may look real good took something. I mean, I mean, they look way better than most of the competitors on stage, and they don't get tested. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's not a to me that is not a drug free tested show. That's just a random. They consider themselves natural show, and then that's why a lot of I have actually quite a few clients of myself who ask me, "Well, can I still do that show?" And then she'll be, you know, doing another show. I said, "Well, to me, it's up to them." But sometimes they always ask me, "Well." I want to take certain things. I know I might take that risk, you know, maybe 50-50 chance of, you know, maybe look a certain way. But then if I do a all-natural polygraph urine test show, there might be, you know, a chance that I might pass. And I tell them it's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of confusion. And uh, I thank you for clarifying on that because it's important for people to know what they're getting into because, you know, it's it's not it, – it's it's a great thing to try and a, it's a great goal to set for yourself. But if you're mm-hmm. risking your health, it's always something I would question immediately that, you know, why mm-hmm. is it so serious that you would risk your health to do, for one? Mm-hmm. Two would be more uh, – the people that are supporting you, how can they support you fully if you're risking mm-hmm. your health? You know, I, there's, there's, I've, I've been around sports for a long time. And at no point, you know, there's a risk to playing anything. But when you're risking yeah. your health going, and it, it, that never really made sense to me. And I, I guess that's why uh, I'm so passionate about the, the, the natural lifestyle and uh, natural mm-hmm. bodybuilding as a whole. But one of the things that always just baffled me is that if I knew I was going to break my leg playing this sport, then more times out of not, I wouldn't have played it. It just didn't make sense to do. Exactly. It was always risk. Exactly. Yes, that's fine. You know, you risk you getting your car. You risk having an accident. So you know, I I get that. But I always mm-hmm. never understood the fact that you were willing to totally destroy your health and physique mm-hmm. to appear mm-hmm. like like you were saying. If if you if you have the appearance of a look 
and it's not authentic, mm-hmm. how long can you hold it? And, you yeah, know, the, the joy of bodybuilding is seeing 70, 80, and 90-year-old competitors that look mm-hmm. good, not just stepping on stage mm-hmm. to compete. So, exactly. you know, you've got mm-hmm. a show coming up in August, and with your passion and your mindset, especially what the listeners are hearing now, especially uh, mm-hmm. on how well you're willing to test, um, speak mm-hmm. about your show coming up in August and uh, where you're going to be having it and what's going on. Yeah, the 2018 OCB Skyview Classic Show will be in Billow Park, Illinois um, on August 18th. Um, we're going to be at the Mario Parenti Theater um, in Oakbrook Terrace, uh, kind of like Park, Billow Park. And the, the thing I like about this show because, well, basically it's very open in that area. Um, there have been a lot of uh, questions about um, natural drug-free show. And I had the opportunity to do that, and I want to be able to uh, put that on the map. And kind of want to kind of touch back earlier um, about some of the girls that want to, um, you know, take certain type of enhancement to look a certain way temporarily. Uh, a lot of them are looking for a temporary enjoyment, you know, kind of like a short um, <clears throat> life. It, it just like it's temporary. It's not like they're not looking. They're looking for a quick fix, uh, something yeah. quick. Um, they're willing to take the risk. And, and to me, you know, I tell them, well, you know, anything can happen after that. Um, not trying to be negative, but they're willing to take the risk temporarily and not looking at the full lifespan of health, wellness, and fitness. Well, you know, but it, 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 I, I'd love to say it's a tough one, but it's not. For me, like I said, if, if you're talking about health and fitness, then it's going to be overall health and fitness no matter what. And that mental, yeah. physical, and I've very seldom seen people take risks and chances with the understanding that their morals have to be lowered and they come out mm-hmm. in a successful and positive way. Even the people that quote-unquote yeah. win still suffer in mm-hmm. life because they know they mentally made a choice to do less. And I have yet, yeah. and I'm st- I stand on this, and I can stand on it because it's the truth. I have yet being mentally successful doing physically and mentally damaging things. So, um, mm. you know, anyone want to challenge me on that, you go right ahead. I'll show you the flaw in your and error in what you're saying because I know it's just it's statistically not true. It's almost 100%. And even then, where the person that might have been the 99.9, they still have mm. something on their uh, – either in their will or in their deathbed where they had to come clean because it just ate at them so much. And I can't imagine anything exactly. eating being a, a positive and successful thing. So I, I definitely agree with you on that one. It, it's uh, If anybody's been in personal training, you know that the body has to learn, adapt, and adjust. And if you do it naturally, you can keep that and maintain it for the duration of your life. Uh, any mm-hmm. outside source is basically taken away, and you go right back to everything you started, which is back to square one. And that this has nothing to do with uh, – well, it had everything to do with competing naturally, but it has very little to do with actually competing because you can do these same steps in life and still be a successful individual simply because you learn your body and your body learns what you want. Uh, anything to add to that, Lauren? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely true because, uh, I mean, from a nursing standpoint, um, I've seen that. I, I hear it. Um, <laughs> it's like 
it's interesting how people are willing to take the risk to shorten the lifespan. Um, I have not yet seen anybody, um, probably 100%, I haven't seen anybody. Uh, as, I mean, you look at the lifespan of those who are willing to take shortcuts, it's not long. Uh, it's not even enjoyable because of the health that come with it, um, health issues. Um, I mean, even at a young age, like less than 30, they suffering complications because they willing to take risks for temporary enjoyment of how their the body look and the body is not built to last a long time. So it's up to us to yes. try to prolong our life and enjoyment based on what we do, what we eat, uh, who we associate with and environment wise, all that. But those those who cut their life short by try to shortcut certain things, a hundred percent of the time they don't they don't live long. And I hate to say it, but yeah. it's, it's the truth. Well, you know, just to add to that about the, the shorter lifespan, it's a it's a lot of pain and suffering that goes along mm-hmm. with that, that choice. And that's that's why I can never you know, I'll I'll always argue against it. Um everybody's choice is truly their own choice. I will not argue Correct. that or try to strip anyone. Uh, I can never say, you know, to each their own because it's a choice of drug use, and I can't ever see ever supporting that in in a, in a, mm-hmm. in a way that have me able to live with myself with that understanding. I, I, you know, I don't promote smoking. I don't promote excessive drinking. You know, these, these things I know basically inhibit a good life and a healthy life, mm-hmm. and, and you can't mm-hmm. sit there and support those things and say that, you know, you really mm-hmm. care about that if I care about Correct. you, I'm always see you lighting up a cigarette. Not saying I have anything against you, just something against your choice, your health choice. These are the mm-hmm. things I've had to live with because there's family members. In, I mean, I have family members that do smoke. They do um, drink excessively. I used to be one myself, so yes, I'm not mm-hmm. sitting there saying mm-hmm. they should burn in hell. But this, these are things where you can say, you know, I, I no longer approve of what you're doing, and I cannot approve of what you're doing simply because of the risk to your health. I think the choice yeah. of competing as a natural athlete is a choice of good health and fitness in a point that mm-hmm. you can stand before your friends, your loved ones, your children, your parents. Mm-hmm. They look at the remarkable mm-hmm. thing God has allowed me to do with my body, and hopefully mm-hmm. this will spur you on to make better health choices to do something similar, if not just a healthy life choice to be in better health. So, you know, when you're Correct. talking about and all the things that are going to be coming with it. As a promoter, this is your first show. This is your first promotion show. And you're really wanting to knock the the ball out of the park. What made you think that this would be a good option, and how is your passion going to make it a great option for competitors to compete at? Well, first of all, um, being an athlete myself, I Seen a, uh, in the forefront, I was behind the scene. Um, I've seen a whole lot. Um, I've been proving, you know what, you know your body should look like. So when you promote, being a nurse myself and being a promoter and being an athlete, it gives me a better opportunity for those who ask a lot of questions about, you know, why people are taking certain things. How come I can't do it, or should I do it? And you want to make people you know, think for themselves, you know, make choices themselves. I can't make choices for you, but at the same time, though, mm-hmm. being a promoter, I want to be able to, to let the community know I'm promoting drug-free 
And then if they ask me why, uh, I'll be willing to, you know, sit down and talk to those individuals. There's a reason why I want to promote drug-free bodybuilding shows because bodybuilding as a whole, the name itself is not getting a lot of recognition for one thing. But at the same time, though, when it comes to drug-free, there's a reason why um, when we have athletes who competed drug-free, they look phenomenal. I mean, they live a long and prosperous, and they look healthy. Um, they're not damaging the body. And those are the role models um, that are setting the standards. But when you look at most of the industry, they're not setting the standard. And a lot of time when other people who have no knowledge or who are not really uh, educating themselves about drug-free competition and they want to go short-term and look at other um, individuals, they don't do very well. And that's why I want to, me as a promoter, I believe I have a better opportunity to be able to educate why drug-free shows should be promoted more so individuals um, can have a better um, lifestyle, better, uh, um, be, you know, feel better about themselves, prolong health, and, and et cetera. Well, you know, one of the things that we, you, you touched on, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on it a little more, and this comes along with what Cindy's saying, and it's a very good point, a very valid point. And she's saying, well, you know, she's listening to this. She's a first-time listener, so, I'm, I'm, you know, hello, Cindy, and, and thanks for listening. And she's saying it sounds like there's just not enough communication on the truth of what's happening for natural athletes Correct. to even know as natural athletes. And that mm-hmm. is a big thing. You know, this is uh, natural bodybuilding has always kind of been underground when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, speaking about it because no one wants to call out the people that are using simply because mm-hmm. they're so popular in, in the social medium and in the, in, the, uh, in the world as a whole in general. And the reason they're mm-hmm. popular is because they're oversized, they're larger than life, and they've got great personalities. And, and you know, I, I don't, like, like you're saying and I'm saying, I'm not knocking the people that choose to use, but the choice mm-hmm is not one that's health-sustaining. And that's always mm-hmm. my main concern. You know, I, I think my, my clients and the people that know me get sick of hearing me saying this all the time, is that health and fitness, your overall health and fitness, because they're talking about one show out of their lives and they're competing in the prep and everything that goes with it. And I'm saying, well, if it's at risk to your health and your fitness, then I will have an issue with it. And I think that's the mm-hmm. the thing that you're saying, you know, we're, our goal is basically to mm-hmm. have a better humanity through health and, and good health and good fitness. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, that should be the goal of any promoter is to promote good health and fitness and have a winner mm-hmm. that basically mm-hmm. represents the best representation of that. Um, exactly. Cindy brings up the point about communication. What would you have to say to add to what I, what I just talked about? I agree with Cindy. Thank you, Cindy, for that uh um, information because a lot of times communication, I always stress communication, uh, even with my client. I mean, if you don't communicate, you know, with me on a weekly basis, I, I'm going to assume something's going on. But at yes. the same token, though, a, a athlete, um, it's very important for them to get an understanding. For one thing, that's why I always do consultation just to see, uh, okay, if you want to be a natural athlete, what are you, what have you been taking? What are you doing? Da da da. And my goal is to make them the best them. The, you want to be the best you. Um, a lot of times yeah. they can be distracted and lack of communication. They don't ask questions. 
Um, so they figure they might go the shorter route with that community thing with anybody who's done natural shows or competition, whatever, or have not. Um, they, don't, they don't really look at, um, you know, what a natural athlete should look like or whatever. But I always try to tell them you need to, you know, do what you can to communicate, ask a lot of questions. Um, and, again, education and communication is pretty much lacking in the uh, natural bodybuilding scene. Mm-hmm. That, that's very true. And uh, she's saying this is the first time that she's heard about this. She heard about it from a friend, and whoever the friend was, Cindy, uh, thank you for uh, – thank them for having them tune in mm-hmm. to this one. But also, it, it's something – like I said, it's almost like that we, as a natural athletes, are afraid – to point out that people aren't uh, doing things naturally. And I, and I, I, I understand mm-hmm. that a lot of personal trainers have to claim that natural life because if you have somebody mm-hmm. that's using drugs and you're not one to use drugs, then you're saying, well, mm-hmm. what's the point in trying to exercise if I'll never look this way? I get that. I really mm-hmm. do. I'm not I support mm-hmm. it. I do understand their need to lie or, or basically omit the fact that they're not natural and uh, how they go about their lives. I truly mm-hmm. understand because if it's messing with your money, there's a lot of things that keep a lot of mouths shut because, you know, mm-hmm. the money really starts drying up if the truth comes out. I understand that. I've seen it in business. I, like I said, mm-hmm. I don't support it, but I know that mm-hmm. world exists. Um, for the community, I mean, community, yeah, community and communication, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And if you're not giving the information out correctly, by, like you said, mm-hmm. telling people this is a shortcut if you do it, and it's also mm-hmm. shortening your life as a result. When people have that mm-hmm. understanding, now they can make a definite choice, a definitive choice yes. about where they're going. Mm-hmm. Now, when they hear about shows like yours, the, the Skyview, and they see there's an option of good health that goes with it, how do you mm-hmm. reinforce that to make sure they go from start to finish and end up on your stage in a in a healthy form and not basically damaging their health as a process to prep. Um, that's a very good question. And just, I mean, there's different ways of answering that, but again, it kind of go with uh, it's up to the individual if they're willing to be educated about why yes. we are promoting drug free. Promoting it's more. It's like you have to emphasize it over and over and over again. Get to their head that. There are athletes that look very well. I mean, they look phenomenal when they're not taking the drugs. But it's just trying to get to the mindset over and over again that natural athletes do look good, and they're looking to live a long life, a happy life. And and, and then it's interesting because um, when I was promoting so earlier, um, you know, I go to different places, different park districts, you know, different gyms. You know, that's one of the top five questions they ask. Are these athletes really drug free. Are these athletes yeah. taking anything? Are they you know, it's like it's like I have to kinda of be in a defensive mode that yeah, these athletes are drug free. These athletes are you know, they they do you know they do a polygraph, they do a urine test just to prove that they're a natural athlete. And, you know, sometimes they go, Well, why they gotta do that? And then you gotta try to explain to them that's the reason why we do it because just to prove a point that all these class winners are drug free athletes and they look real good. And sometimes, you know, there are people who never competed before, they don't think it's possible. And we're letting the community know that it is possible. And it's very possible to look 
better than you know those who are actually taking you know illegal substances. Like that. Well, that, that's a good point. That's a very good point, and uh, I, I can give you an example. Um, the first show I did, very first show I did, and there was a guy that was he was he's, he's a good friend of mine, but basically he was with me from the day I sat out and said. I think I'm going to do a natural bodybuilding show until the day I actually mm-hmm. stepped on stage. And so he saw me, you know, leaning out. He's like, man, you look so hungry. And he, oh, my goodness, it looks like you need to eat. He's watching the whole process, you know. And all mm-hmm. the way through, he's like, man, I don't know how you're going to step on stage and compete if you get any smaller. Because he just kept seeing me losing, losing, losing weight, uh, a lot of body fat. So, you know, I looked a little uh, mm-hmm. hungry to him all the time. And he just mm-hmm. kept saying that. Mm-hmm. Then when it came mm-hmm. to me stepping on stage, and he, he shook my hand, wished me luck, and then he ran out to his seat in the audience, and then he saw us on stage, and he was like, I couldn't believe it was you because you look so much bigger on stage. And I think that's what you're saying because people say, I can never look like that because they yeah. saw me as walking around as a 240, 250-pound individual, and then here mm-hmm. I am stepping on stage uh, I think I was about 198 at the time, mm-hmm. and I was looking like was, I was 260. So I think that's where they yeah. say it happened because you look so big. There's no way I'll ever look like that. Exactly. But really, it's just a, a, a nice framed individual with no uh, yeah. with no body fat or or the least amount possible I mean, that yeah, you uh, he's ever lived. Yeah, so yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you definitely hit on it. Yeah, you definitely hit on the nose because um, the last time, I, or the last couple of times I competed. You know, I mean, with my height, you know, and my age, it can be a little difficult. But to me, uh, being a person that I am, I always like to prove a point. Um, I can probably yes. change my look maybe eight eight times within, you know, a year and a half. I can probably change the way I look maybe eight times. But it just seemed mm-hmm. like the last couple of times I competed on a stage, my normal weight is – I normally carry 185 normally. But I can drop down to 160 or even 158 at my lowest. And I look a whole mm-hmm. lot bigger on stage, and people couldn't yes. believe it. Uh, I can't believe you're a natural drug-free athlete, and you look like that. You look so much bigger on stage. And I said, well, it, maybe that's what a natural athlete's supposed to look like. I mean, a lot of times you have people who take yourself and they look smaller, which is really not good. But yeah. they, it just seems, you know, they taking certain things to make them look a certain way. But you know, being a natural athlete, um, a body does look better when we, you know, trim down and, you know, lose a lot of body fat and then we just seem to be, we appear bigger. Yes. And it, it, it's mind-blowing. And I just never forget when I walked off the stage, you were thinking there was some kind of camera or some trick lighting <laughs> that made me mm-hmm. look that way. I was out of the light. He's like, wow, I, I can't believe that was you. And I, I'll never forget mm-hmm. that moment, obviously. But uh, it, was, it was just kind of an eye-opener as to why mm-hmm. so many people say, oh, I can never, and that, that word mm-hmm. itself is already a disclaimer as to, you know, how you consider yourself. But when they say, I can yeah. never view myself that way, and I say, well, that's not, that's not a problem because until you do it, you can't view yourself that way. Because I don't think any competitor ever thought they'd look as good as they look on the day mm-hmm. when it was time to compete because there's so much that happens in between. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> That's very true. So, yeah, so now we got the Skyview Classic. It's going to be in Villa Park. 
mm-hmm. what's the day, what's the the information they can check to look it up, and uh, what what can they expect at that show? The Skyview Classic. Uh, of course, they can go to ocbonline.com and look for the date, um, 8-18-2018, A pretty interesting <laughs> number. Um, and they can look for, you know, of course, Skyview Classic in Villa Park, and they can click on that link. Um, they can also, if they want a person's ticket as a, a spectator, um, it will be uh, – I forgot the price already, but um, it gives them. I think I believe it's sixty dollars um, as a guest, and then um, of course, you know, those who want to compete, they can you know look at amateur uh, event. So everything's pretty much self-explanatory. If they go to ocbonline.com, um, if they want to be able to uh, support the show, or if they want to be a vendor, or um, just compete as an athlete. Well, you know, what I'm liking about the Midwest, it is, it's basically the, becoming a hub for a natural competition. One, because there's a lot of hard workers in this region in itself, and I can brag and boast because I'm from the Midwest, so I know a little, about mm-hmm. what I, uh, a little bit about what I'm talking about. So, yeah, I can pat myself on the back with that one because we do have <laughs> some hard workers. We do have a lot of people that are used to putting their backs to the ground and getting their mm-hmm. day's worth of work and pay. And mm-hmm. that translates well into the natural athlete because, you know, they don't have those enhancements when they're at work, and so they don't look for them when they're basically taking care of their bodies either. One of the good mm-hmm. things about having the Midwest with enough shows in the region now, that the, because mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things that kept a lot of competitors from you know, really stepping on stage was the travel to get to it. And, uh, you know, yeah. so a lot of the local gym rats and gym people that we're used to seeing and bragging about, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, they're just not mm-hmm. getting to the stage because they have so much mm-hmm. going on in their communities that they haven't had the chance mm-hmm. to indulge themselves and be a part of that. So when, you know, you, I, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with Body by Ivory. Uh, he's got a yeah. great gym and he's a great team of athletes. But you don't uh, see that where they can do that excessive traveling because even to travel as a team, there's so many people that have to yeah. go that, you know, longer yeah. traveling shows they couldn't really do. So, you know, with you being in that region, you having somebody like a team like Body by Ivory and you having a team like uh, uh, Leap Anderson and you're having a team like uh, uh, Dr. Joe where you can do uh, team uh, events at uh, uh-huh. natural bodybuilding shows, that's a great outlet for people to see, it's not just one or two people from your community, but seven, eight, exactly. or nine uh, people that you know and know very well from the region, and you have them showing yeah. up in, in, in a large amount. How exciting is that for you? As a you know, I know you're a fan of the sport as well as a promoter, but how exciting is uh, that for you to see the growth in natural, uh, natural athletes and natural competition to where you can have teams showing up at uh, venues and shows? Uh, I'm very, I mean, it's, it's just so amazing. I'm very excited uh, for the opportunity. Of a, you know, before I even thought about, I mean, I wanted to promote, but I had a lot of support and encouragement from um, other promoters from other areas. And even the uh, president himself even, you know, let me know, hey, there's a great need for, you know, a natural bodybuilding show in the area because there's a lot of athletes who work hard, 
um, in that area, I always have to travel. And then since my area, you know, Villa Park, it seemed to be like in the middle of, you know, major cities, you know, in Chicago, it gave me the opportunity to talk to different ones, you know, to, uh, you know, compete in an active bodybuilding. So I'm even, I, I hate to say it, there have been other uh, coach, well-known coaches, uh, promoters, um, who have athletes and they're thinking about competing in my show because their their athlete is considered natural. So it's kind of like an eye opener that it's out yeah. there just a matter of promoting it and letting people know that, oh man, I do have a natural athlete who want to compete, but it seems like they always don't do well in other shows, other organizations. I'm like, well, you know, uh, that's the reason why um, the president and the other promoters you know, they ask, you know, where do I live and kind of go from there. And then I figured, you know, I might as well take the opportunity to be able to promote a natural bodybuilding show in the area because it kind of gives the local a chance to display their hard work. Yes, and there, there's a lot of local people in the region. It's Like I said, the Midwest is a nice hub for uh, competition and, and people being out and active already. Mm-hmm. So that that's a good mm-hmm. outlet to have. I mean, cause there's got to be certain – factors in place to have a, a good bodybuilding show, but the biggest thing is having competitors that will actually show up, because I said, and I've said this many times, and I know people get sick of hearing me say it, but there are thousands of thousands of athletes that mm-hmm. start out, and there's only hundreds that actually make it to mm-hmm. the end, and it's not because they're quitters, it's not because they just didn't you know, want to see it all the way through. Life happens. And there's always something that can get in your way, and sometimes mm-hmm. it needs to get in the way. You know, you, like you said, if, if you're putting your health at risk, that's a big issue to, to you know, I, I don't know any promoter that wants somebody to, to risk their health to compete at a show exactly. that can basically be held off for a year and have a better option mm-hmm. of doing so. You know, it's great that you want to lose 100 pounds, but, I, you know, I said no coach wants to see someone lose 100 pounds in three months. That would be frightening, yes. and, and, and you know you would be yes. mortified. And, and any any coach Correct. that would brag about that isn't a coach at all. I would be more than afraid, and I, I mean yes. that in the most sincerity. I would be more than afraid if if someone came to me a hundred pounds lighter mm-hmm. in three months, and I'm trying to get into an emergency room because I know the, yes. the backlash. So you know when you're talking about nursing to to have that kind of weight loss, what kind of concern would that be for you? Uh, <laughs> you hit it on the nose. Uh, um, I mean, I kind of got into nursing by default. Uh, I never wanted to be a nurse, but since I've been a nurse for 20 years, over 20 years, uh, 23 years, um, I stopped being a nurse. I mean, I mean, it's a good field to fall back on, but having that 20-plus years of nursing, um, if I had a client that lost 100 pounds in three months, I would be – Man, I mean, I will, I'll be mortified. It's like I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna take you to the emergency room. But what's going on? Yes. Uh, it, it, that's that's unheard of. I mean, if they do, you know, there are health risks involved. So for somebody to lose that much weight within a short period of time, it's frightening. It's really frightening and it's scary. And I've had people that you know have bragged to me about losing, you know. 20 pounds in two weeks, and I'm saying there's something wrong with that. Or if you're telling me yeah. that, you know, certain things are happening, like you said, there, there's we our bodies do not like excessive weight gain and excessive weight loss. 
We're not built Correct. or manufactured. Our creator did not design us to be an extreme yeah. version. We are supposed to basically yeah. do it in a healthy fashion and make sure yep. that it can be sustained either direction. So with that in mind, when we're talking about good health, dramatic weight loss is not a sign of good health. There is something incredibly wrong. And and like I said, no voter would be proud to be standing that person up on stage and saying they lost X amount of weight well in excess of 100 pounds in a three-month span. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you say, I want to compete at a show, I'm sure you've had uh, clients that have done this, and they, they picked out a show and it's close to home and they've got less than the time needed to actually get there in a healthy fashion. How do you talk them into an understanding that your health is more important than a show? And how do you get them to wait a year, a full year, so they can get the, you know, the requirements to sustain what they're asking their bodies to do? Yeah, that's why, I mean, that's a very good question. That's why I always, I think I mentioned earlier, when I do assessment consultation in the beginning, uh, I want to, you know, mm-hmm. sit down with them. I mean, you just can't like, okay, let's do a competition in three months, and not knowing, it, they won't look the best. I mean, it, it'll be a a, a health scare. Um, they want to lose a hundred pounds, but I mean, that's why I think with the natural bodybuilding show now, uh, they want to stress also transformation, and transformation is is giving um, first timers a chance to lose weight within a short period of time, but at the same time also promote good health, but do it the healthy way, um, not to try to kill them. So they may not look the best, but when they transform the body from where they're at within three months, it's one thing. And then hopefully from that point on, it continue on the stage. So it's a big difference. So people, that's another thing that uh, the natural bodybuilders are doing now. Because when you compete on stage as a bikini or a classic physique or a figure of bodybuilding, you can tell that those athletes, um, six, nine months, maybe depends on how conditioned they are, you know, they put in a lot of work. But at the same time, being able to do a transformation is giving them a chance to see what it feels like, you know, to lose the healthy yeah. weight within a, you know, short period. Of, so if they want to do a transformation, it basically let them, you know, it's more of a belief factor. A belief factor is saying that, okay, I can do this in three months and look good in three months. Now I want to take it to another level, which is probably be on stage as a competitive athlete. So it's a big difference. So that's why I don't want people to think that, okay, the transformation is more like who who can lose the most weight you know, as soon as possible. That's not what they're um, promoting. They're promoting good health to help people you know, realize that they can't transfer transform their body within three months, not to lose the most weight in three months. So it's a big difference. So we have to make sure that we educate them on that. Yeah, and and that's very important. And I'm glad you brought that out because there's so many things that go into a show. And basically being guided in the right direction is one of the best benefits of having somebody on the outside looking in to basically keep Mm -hmm. you from, you know, running yourself off the ledge. Uh, As a promoter, Mm -hmm. how important is it to get the – the competitors into the right class and category, and how important is it to know that they could uh, return to do a better job if they're in the right classification? That's a very good question. Again, it's just one of those, that's why, you know, when we, especially if they're my client, 
Um, I mm-hmm. have to stress, okay, you know, what's the reason why you want to compete? And then it's like, okay, what category do you think you'll fit? And then when they ask you, what do you think I should, you know, we have to kind of tell them. And then, of course, I'm a, I will share the criteria of what they're looking for. So yeah. that's why I can Very even put them in certain categories. But we have to tell them, well, based on your body type, da da da, your body fat, and all the other, you know, good stuff. You just you want to make sure that to assure them that they, if they do it the right way, within four months or six months, or however long it may take, depending on the criteria, mm-hmm. and that's what we kind of help them, guide them, especially as a coach and a promoter. Okay. We feel like if you do it this way, you may fit in that category. But, I mean, there's guys who want to cross over from bodybuilding and um, uh, physique in the same show. I said, well, it may not happen because of, you know, the rule of the show. But they mm-hmm. they think it's easy, they think it's easy, but it's not. I mean, we look, you know, each division has certain criteria. And you want to make sure that they yes. are knowledgeable about, what the judges are looking for, and then kind of go from there because they just can't just do a division and not know what what to expect. They have to expect what the judges are looking for. Yes, and that, that's a good point. And this is also going out with what Carl is asking, and he's saying you guys are talking about the show, but you're not talking about the what what classes are going to be in that show. So you know, it, I, I mm-hmm. know there's going to be bodybuilding. But go ahead and break down what who what all the categories are for the show that you're you're promoting. Mm-hmm. And it's that's another thing. That's the reason why I'm having a uh, workshop on June 23rd, just to make sure that people are aware what the different categories that I have. I will have bodybuilding, for course, um, for men, and then women. If there's women that want to be bodybuilding, I'll have a show for them. Um, of course, figure for women. Um, mm-hmm. physique for guys, classic physique for guys, and physique for women. So I basically will have six different divisions. Okay, and and when you're uh, talking about the different criteria, you know I, I'm glad that you pointed out that it's best that they ask ahead of time, just so they have the knowledge of what they're getting into. Especially if they're if they're putting their money up, you want them to be in exactly. that have the best chance. To compete because that's very important. You know, I, I can't imagine somebody coming to a, a, a basketball game in a baseball uniform and expecting to do well. You know, it, it's not going exactly. to end well for you. It's basically what you were trying to explain to people. And it, sometimes uh-huh. it's hard to hear because they're saying, you know, I'm fit and I'm in shape. Why can't I do this? Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, it is a good exactly. question for somebody that doesn't understand, but somebody that does understand, it does take a bit mm-hmm. of. Uh, talking them down and getting the, the understanding of what they're getting into. Exactly. I mean, you know, that's why I, I kind of enjoy, you know, to tell you the truth, I really love doing what I'm doing, is being a coach, uh, being a promoter, and being an athlete myself, because I'll let them know. I mean, you should know what category that you fit in, and that's the reason why I stress, uh, you know, and then when you do compete, make sure you get feedback, because, a lot of times, you know, athletes will listen and some won't because the ones who plan on competing again, they want to be able to better themselves, beat themselves yes. um, to a point where I want to be better than I was last time. I want to continue. If you want to continue, you should be able to take in the feedback. That's why I kind of enjoyed the show that I just judged. And uh, to, to tell you the truth, it's probably the most, um, I would say, I never really seen a lot of um, judges and athletes, you know, 
converse with each other at a restaurant. And it was just amazing because you can tell that those athletes are willing to take it to the next level because of the feedback that they got based on, do you think I should stay in bikini? Do you think I should do physique? Should I continue in figure? And, it, and, and I love that because they, you can tell that they're hungry to better themselves, to beat them what they look like before. So that's why, you know, you, you wanted to be able to encourage the athlete. You know, they, they should stay in the class. If they want to stay in the class, you give them feedback. If they want to do another class, you give them feedback. So that's why it's so important that we stress that, you know, with our athletes. And, yeah, and, again, it goes back to communication. And I think that's one thing mm-hmm. I'm loving hearing from you is that you're so willing to communicate to make sure that people that are hungry, and, you know, I, I hope, well, no, I, I know I don't want to hope. I'm going to just put it out there. There are a lot of people that have that, I'm taking my ball and going home because I'm not having my way. Um, you'll yes. see that at competition, but that's not a true competitor. If somebody, their whole goal is that I can only win if I'm going to be happy, and if I lose, then somebody cheated me. That That's not competition. I, I haven't seen it successful in any format in any place, mm-hmm. even in the in the business world. So, you know, mm-hmm. you'll see those people, and hopefully they're not your lasting impression when you have so much yes. of a familial yes. atmosphere at natural bodybuilding shows. And I know that we talk about this a lot, but until you're actually at a live show and a live event and see all the camaraderie that happens and all the new friends and all the lifelong friends that you're getting, mm-hmm. um, it, it's really something to behold. And I, I, I've said this a 100 times over, I've never – ever seen that kind of camaraderie in any other sport that I've been a part of, even uh, basketball where you have teams that are basically interacting with each other maybe six, seven times a year, and you'll get to know their families and everything else, but it's still a competitive environment. Uh, This is a competitive environment. It's also families involved. So you have mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, uh, daughters, all of these people interacting. Mm -hmm in a way that's basically helping a person stay healthy. And that's so Correct. different and so unique that I, that's what I truly love about natural bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And I think I always will. I'm pretty sure I always will because the passion is always there. And you're always meeting a yes. new person that's newly in passion for this new thing called health and fitness. So that's always a great, great atmosphere to be in. Uh, Lauren, again, mm-hmm. I want the information for your show because we're starting. I didn't realize it was this late in the show. But, wow, it's, it's uh-huh. going along well, uh, listeners. We got your questions in. Lauren was answering them. Uh, I'm just going to throw your names out there, Jacob, uh, Marty, uh, Sam, Sam, Dale, all you guys. He answered your questions. There was no need for me to ask them. Uh, he was at, at answering them as we went along. So, guys, I didn't forget to ask, but, hey, thanks for asking anyway. Uh, the information, Lauren, for the show um, – contact, links, everything they can do to find out more about this. Cool. So you want the information again? Yes, sir. So the OCB uh, Skyview Classic is on ocbonline.com. Again, 2018, August 18, 2018. It's going to be in Villa Park, um, Illinois. And then also, I forgot to mention, uh, I think I mentioned earlier, June 23rd will be the workshop to have more opportunity what the OCB stand for and the different criteria of those who want to compete for the first time or those who want to keep practicing on their posing or any question that they have regarding bodybuilding, physique, different division, nutrition. Um, I'll be glad to answer that question. 
And there you have it. I know that you're out in uh, Seattle, but I still want to give you a chance to give you a shout-out to the people that have supported you, uh, some of the people that have just been in your back from day one. Go ahead and give me a shout-out, and uh, we'll, we'll get ready to end this show because, wow, it went that fast. <laughs> well, yeah, I just want to give out, you know, I mean, there's so many people I want to be thankful for. Of course, I would want to give thanks to, you know, uh, the guy from above, Almighty, uh, but at the same time, my my mom um, in Seattle, but those in Chicago, I can't name them all, but um, those who are, you know, related to me uh, as far as fitness, <laughs> um, there's a whole bunch of you out there. Um, and there's, you know, like I said, I don't want to uh, take sides, but, you know, whoever lives in Chicago, I want to give a shout-out to you and, of course, my family in Seattle. i going to give a shout-out to And there you have it, everyone. Um show is going to be – I didn't even think about the numbers, but 888 eight, 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 18, 18. That's a lot Correct. of – Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that, so you pointed that out early. Yeah, that's going to be yes. fun. Uh, guys, show up to the live events if you want to understand health and fitness, if you want to understand true health and fitness. Um, just really consider going to live events. The people are cordial. They're really uh, familiar with uh, their life because they, they haven't used drugs to basically get to the presentation you see standing before you. And there's a lot, there's a wealth of information if you're willing to ask and take the time to listen. And there, there are no shortcuts in life, and the people that take shortcuts basically shorten their lives in the process, and that's not anywhere near what uh, anybody's willing to do, especially if they have children. Uh, a significant level. So just think about those things. Uh, show up at the Skyview Classic 8, 18, 18. I'm, I'm, I try saying that three times fast. Lauren, thanks so much for being on the show. Great job, buddy. I mean, you're really informative, and I thank you for your background and, and research into basically keeping people healthy and fit. Uh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. Yes, sir. And uh, just for the record, uh, Midwest Muscle and People See Real Talk will be in power at W Classic. Uh, thanks for inviting us out there, Lauren. You have a blessed night, buddy. And, uh, well, I guess it's still early in the day for you. You're probably just getting uh, <laughs> around to seeing the sun getting ready to go down. But we're already dealing with that right now. Have a blessed night, buddy. Cool. And thanks for finally being you able too. to uh, be on the show. I know it's tough. You got a busy life, and just thanks for making the time for, for to be on here. Thanks so much. You're welcome. All right, Bye-bye. there you go, Lauren Thomas, Galen Pass, and Dad. We missed you. Okay, maybe next time we'll have everybody on the show, uh, especially if we're at the live event. You better have your butt there, um, <laughs> guys. Everybody, have a blessed night, uh, listeners. Thank you for the questions. As always, you do a great job doing it. Kaylin Patterson, P for P Real Talk, Midwest Muscle in the house. We are out.